Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. If you have been listening to the show for a while, then you might remember episode 35 with our fearless first-time mom at 38, Tammy Williams. Well, there's some more fearless, awesome female energy in that gene pool because we get to chat with Tammy's sister, Sarah, in this episode. Sarah and her husband, Tony, got to watch Tammy and David go through their journey of home birth, and then they were, obviously, really influenced by the experience. And Sarah was just generally turned off by the whole hospital thing after witnessing a less-than-cool birth experience there, and they used the same midwives as Auntie Tammy and created their own home birth experience. So we talk about how you can make a want and don't want list for your birth plan. We also share our obsession over Halloween and all kinds of other great things. So it's a really fun episode. We appreciate Sarah and Tammy for uh, letting us share their stories. And here it is. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging out with my baby and talking to you. (laughs) Great, great. Um, Why don't you, before we get kicked off into all things pregnancy and birth and babies, just tell us a little bit about you and your family, what you're up to. Okay. Um, I'm Sarah. I'm 32. I live in Orlando, Florida with my husband, Tony, and our little baby girl, Sloan, and our dogs, cats, and rats. Nice. (laughs) Um, What, how old is Sloan? She is almost six months. Oh wow, that's yeah. We're we're very close. Maya just turned seven months, so um, we're in, in similar right stages. Behind you. Yeah, <laughs> I always love having moms around, and I get to watch babies through social media who are like right around the corner. So I know what's coming and what's very close as far as tricks and all kinds of stuff. So uh, you are a special guest, I would say, in that you have a very close, intimate connection with another doing it at home mom, um, a Mrs. Tammy Williams, um, who we interviewed in episode 35. So if anyone wants to join in on this family affair and hear Sarah's sister, Tammy, and her story, you can jump to episode 35 when you're done listening to this episode. Um 
That's really cool. We were talking before we hit record that I don't know many people who have had multiple people in a family to do home births and, you know, all of the siblings to do home births. So I think that's really cool and another way for you and Tammy to connect. Yeah, definitely. Um, We're very close anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's just another fun aspect of our relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now uh, Tammy had Presley about a year before you became pregnant. Is that, is that about right? Uh, He was born in October of 2015 and Sloan was born in October of 2016. So they are just about a year apart. Wow. Very cool. So how did Tammy's experience and watching her go through her pregnancy and her decision to go with home birth, how did that influence you and how did you experience that? Well, like Tammy talks about in her episode, um, we had been present for the birth of our cousins with our aunt in the hospital Mm -hmm. and like Tammy, it was kind of a turn off and I wasn't really into the whole hospital setting. Like it was really cool to be there for a live birth and, you know, see the babies come out and everything. But the whole hospital thing was just not really not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think that I would want to do that. Um, so then when Tammy told me that she was pregnant, you know, it was obviously very exciting. It's my first my first nephew. Um, and then I ended up talking to my mom a little while later and she was telling me, Oh, guess what Tammy told me. And before she could even get it out of her mouth, I said, she hired a midwife. Is she having a home birth? Ah. And she's like, yes. How did you know? I was like, I've just, just guessed like really just like so excited about that. Mm. And, um, yeah, so it was kind of cool that she could kind of break them in for me. <laughs> yeah, so we used the same midwives. We did, yep. That's cool. I like um, that. Awesome. So when you found out you were pregnant then, was it kind of a done deal by that point because of what you had experienced and seen, or did it take a little bit more um, research and deciding on your part and your husband's? Not really. We were we were pretty much set on home birth from the beginning. Um, when Presley was born, I I went back to my husband and, you know, after visiting Tammy like the next day and mm. seeing Presley and hearing her story, I went back to Tony and was like, we're going to do it at home when yeah. we have a baby. Yeah. We're going to we're going to do it, too. And he's like, OK, I'm that's fine. I'm <laughs> totally supportive. You know, it's just an easy decision. Mm hmm. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And did Tony have much experience with family members having babies or been around babies much himself um did he have that coming into the the situation or he just kind of trust what you said like fine do it that's that's great (laughs) he comes from a pretty big family Mm. he's the youngest of four and he's been an uncle since he was a small child so Mm. he definitely has been around kids and babies um he has a lot of little nieces That's great. That's cool. I actually became an aunt in fifth grade because I have a big gap with my sisters, um, like 12 and 13 years. So I can, I can relate to that. (laughs) Yep. Same kind of thing. (laughs) That's great. And so throughout your pregnancy, how did you experience it then? Cause you didn't go in with what a lot of women have going on then, like deciding how you're going to have your birth, what, what model of care, you know, you kind of had that set up from the beginning. So how did you experience then the rest of your pregnancy and what else came up for you and did you move through? Um, well, actually when we found out that we were pregnant, um, it was the same day that some close friends of ours also found out that they were expecting their first baby. And (laughs) so that was crazy. Um, (laughs) Um, we found out in February of 2016 and, um, I hadn't even had a missed period or anything. I just had like this weird feeling. Mm. I was like something, something is going on for sure. And so we, we took a test and I was still like, I was a little bit doubtful because I was, I had a really stressful job at the time. And I was like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just crazy. I'm just making this up. Mm. Um, but no, I was not making it up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so, um, so then uh, the friends that found out on the same day, how did you, did you both tell each other on the same day or did you guys announce it on the same day? Like how did you coordinate and find out that you guys knew on the same day? That's crazy. Uh, well, they, they told me, they told us and then, um, Ooh, I'm getting punched. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> I I took my test that night and I was we were really surprised because we didn't think that it would happen that quickly. We hadn't been trying that long. And I was like, let's just let's just keep it the quiet for a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to like steal their thunder on the same exact day, like, we're pregnant. Oh, us too. Hey. Oh wow. So we, we waited like a week or two and then we were we were taking a walk in the park with them. And I was like casually, what are you guys going to name your baby? Just like trying to bring up the subject. And they're like, oh, we're not sure. I was like, yeah, we have to decide too because uh, ours is coming in October also. And they're like, what? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Synchronized pregnancy. That's that's great. Almost exactly. They were 11 days apart. Mm. Oh, that's great. And did they have a boy or a girl? They have a little boy. Oh, it's a little little buddy, little friend. Little baby friends. Oh, so then you found out on the same day as your friends that you were pregnant. And then how did you how did you experience pregnancy? Did you enjoy pregnancy? 
I did. Um, it was great. It was easy. Um, I'm probably jinxing myself for if there's a next time, it'll probably be, you know, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome. I loved being pregnant. Um, my friend was the same way. You know, we would have people like making comments. Oh, are you sick? Isn't it awful? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just felt horrible the whole time. And we were both very much like, no, we're enjoying it. It's, it's great. Like it's, it's beautiful for us so far. That's yeah. I, it is funny how sometimes people want to, they want to commiserate and I, I understand and I can appreciate that, that connection that people want to have on similar experiences, but when it's on the kind of negative disempowering route, I wonder how helpful it's really being, you know, like I, I don't want to relate yeah. to all of your pains and your frustrations and I don't want to take them on and potentially experience them when I'm not. Exactly. Like they, they want to project their negative experience mm-hmm. and that, that wasn't it for me. It was, mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff did you do to prepare for birth um, beyond, you know, your connection with your midwives? Were there any classes or things that you read or what do, anything like that? Um, I did read Ina Mae Gaskin's Guide to Childbirth, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing and crazy and has all kinds of just insane birth stories in it like every everything that you could ever imagine happening in birth happens in that book (laughs) well we will definitely um, link to that in the show notes because i know it's a pretty famous one a lot of moms mention it um but for those who haven't picked it up you know you can we'll put a link to it in the show's notes and then the other one was um hypnobirthing Mm. and we didn't do an official class with that um we read the book and then Tammy actually did like um like a class for us because it was still fresh in her mind of course she had just had Presley and um our schedules weren't really coordinating well with the official classes provided by our birth center mm. so she kind of she set that up for us and for our our friends who were mm. going through the same uh the same birth center as well Mm-hmm. They were influenced by, you know, Tammy's story and they're like, maybe that could be for us too. So that's great. Yeah. She, she shared cool. that when we spoke, you know, that she was kind of an influence and a support and a resource for you and the, the friends and that, um, she really enjoyed putting together that kind of that class for you guys. I think that's so great. You know, someone fresh out of the experience, I mean, that's going to be one of your best, your best connections. Definitely. Wow. And did you create any sort of plan for birth? Did you and your husband, did you put together like a vision or anything like that? Or were there things that you knew you definitely wanted to experience? I didn't have like an official written out birth plan. Mm -hmm. Um, There were definitely things that I knew that I wanted, things I knew I didn't want and things that I was like, okay, well we could maybe do that if it's, if it works out. Um, what are some we examples? Like, what are some things you knew you wanted and then knew you didn't want? We knew we obviously didn't want a hospital. Yeah. Um, that's in that we list. Didn't, uh, <laughs> that's a big check mark. Right. Um, we didn't want to have a lot of people. Hmm. We, we wanted it to just be him and I and that the midwives um, didn't want to have like a lot of noise and excitement in the house. Um, I 
in my mind, I was like, well, you know, we'll have candles lit and maybe some music going and it'll be very relaxing. And mm-hmm. when the day came, it we didn't have time for that, um, which I'm sure I'll get to. But yes, <laughs> but that, that didn't really work out, but not a big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we had talked about water birth um, since Cammie had wanted to have a water birth, but then she ended up getting out of the pool and she had Presley in the bed instead. Um, when we were doing our mock hypnobirthing class, she, she kind of like encouraged us like, yeah, try to have your baby in the water. Since I didn't, you should, you should totally try to go for it. And that also didn't happen for us, Mm. um, due to time constraints. That's so funny, huh? That you kind of put some things out there and then how, how birth unfolds, what baby's plans are, what, I don't know, the universe's plans are, you know, it can go a very different route. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And, and that's fine. That's just how it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing to be disappointed about. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe next time we'll have a water birth. Maybe not. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you went, like most first-time moms typically do, a little bit after your due date. So you were around 41 re- weeks, is that correct? I was, yep, around 41 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was around 40 weeks, um, I had woken up on the day of one of our midwife appointments. We were going about twice a week at that point. So we were seeing a lot of them, and I, I woke up one day for my appointment, and had like a little bit of color mm. when I wiped, like maybe a little bit of oh hello, a little bit of like mucus plug, mm. and I was kind of excited, like oh maybe things are happening. Mm-hmm. And we got to our appointment, and I told them that, and they're like, okay, well we'll just see what happens, you know, don't get too excited, but you know, don't think it's nothing either. Um. So then after that, I was like, well let's let's just do what we can to move this along. Mm. Um, at that point I was having like cramping off and off, not really contractions or surges or anything, just like some mild cramping, a little bit of discomfort. Obviously there's a full term child sitting on my bladder at all times. So oh, that yeah. was fun. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes everything very interesting. Yes, yes. Your your um, perception of time and everything starts shifting too. Like, I don't have enough time to do that or I can't sit long enough in whatever this is because I'm going to have to go to the bathroom multiple times. Like, Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I spent the next, uh, the next week or so bouncing on the yoga ball in our living room, mm. um, getting my poor husband out to do walks as much as possible. Mm. Um and wherever possible, you know, he'd be like, it's, it's raining or it's getting dark. He'd be like, well, you're walking around the mall. We're going to, we're going to walk this baby out. Mm. Yeah. Um, just a lot of like, let's, let's just get her moving. I wasn't, I wasn't wanting her to come out before she was ready. Mm-hmm. But once we hit 40 weeks and I was very uncomfortable, um, I just felt like she could fall out at any moment. Yeah. I was like, let's, let's just. Let's, let's do this. Yeah, let's get yeah. her. Let's get her in our arms. I, She's I gonna hear sing that. for us now. Hi, Sloan. <laughs> hey, baby girl. Aww. 
So I, I can definitely relate to that. I remember those last few days just like doing lunges up and down the street in front of my house and like yes. hip openers <laughs> and just like waddling around, you know, like I was going to destroy a city. Um, I <laughs> totally get that. Um, but at the same time, like you said, you don't, you're not looking to force anything, but it's like, Hey, let's communicate. Let's work together. If you do yeah. want to come out, I'm open to that. Like, Exactly. Just whenever you're ready, mm-hmm. we're, we're ready for you now. Yeah. How um, were you feeling had, emotionally? Like what was going on through your thoughts and, and all of that? Um, I was, I was pretty good. Um, That's great. <laughs> I, I mean, my entire pregnancy, I, I had kind of joked like, oh, the baby's not going to come until Halloween because our due date was, October 22nd mm. and I'm a big Halloween nerd. So is my husband. Um, so when we got her official due date, I was like, Oh, she could just stay in there until Halloween. That's mm. fine. We'll have a Halloween baby. So I like joked about it, but by the time it was a few days past my due date, I was like, she can just whenever, whenever mm. she's ready, mm-hmm. just let's put that out there. As soon as she's ready, she can come out. I don't care anymore. Mm. Like yes. it's, it's close enough. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> like that, that'll do, pig. Yes. Uh, that is that is enough. <laughs> wow. Well, I have to mention that Matthew is going to be so bummed to not be talking to you right now because Matthew is like you and Tony, a huge Halloween fanatic. Um, just the other day, he said, "Oh, you know what's coming up soon?" And I said, "What?" He said, "Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything, you know, we're months out. No, but it's coming. So um, while I think there, a birth, it's right around the corner. Yeah. While I think a birth of one of his children on Halloween would would he would practically combust with happiness. I think at the same time, he likes keeping that holiday very sacred for Halloween. So I don't yeah. know. I think <laughs> at one hand, I think he'd enjoy that. And the other, I feel like we need to keep the, the purity of Halloween for him. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, that's why it was like kind of half joking. I was like, well, it's, it's cool. We're going to have a baby around Halloween. It doesn't have to be on Halloween because Halloween is Halloween. So leave it alone. Right. Um, around. And then the closer. <laughs> yeah. The closer we got actually to Halloween, like the, the more my mood dropped, mm. I feel like. Um, and then a, a good friend of mine was actually texting me one night, maybe like two nights before she was born. And she just goes, are you about to have a November baby? And I burst into tears. Mm. Just all those crazy end of pregnancy hormones and just wondering when is she going to come? When is my labor actually going to pick up? Because I was having, I was having contractions for days. Yeah. You had a while to like, you were, you were sitting in it, you know, that doesn't happen for a lot of people, but you were, you were very aware of of baby's arrival at some point, but you were just kind of like surrendered to whatever was going on. I could tell things were happening. I knew, I knew she was coming soon, but it was like, when, when is it actually going to pick up and be real? And just for days on end, I would, I would wake up around like 4am every day, roll out of bed, come out and lay on the couch. I had a timer set on my phone and I would be timing these contractions that never really seemed to pick up or go anywhere. And just marathoning Call the Midwife mm-hmm. on Netflix. And just, just I would be awake for hours. And then my husband would get up and be like, what's up? How are you? Are you okay? And she'd be like, no, I'm fine. I'm just, it's just the same thing. Mm. She's, she's staying in there. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But it was just wild those last few days, and I, I did get very emotional. Sure. Um, and even the day before she was born, um, I guess if we're going to go into. Uh, the actual labor. Oh yeah, point. yes. They, feel free. Like how you started to realize things were shifting and stuff. What that was like and what was going on. Yeah. Uh, so the day before, I was again having contractions. I hadn't slept much. Mm. Um, I was making him go on walks. We'd been on maybe two or three walks that day. One of them was around um, a local mall. We stopped and saw his friend who worked at a coffee shop there. And he's he's talking to his friend, ordering a drink, and I I just like put my head down on the counter at one point, and his friend goes, "Oh my God, Sarah, are you okay?" Mm. And I was like, "I'm fine, fine, just having a contraction." He's like, "Should you be here?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm I'm fine. This is it's just happening. Maybe I hope at some point." <laughs> but then later later that day, when the contraction sort of subsided and I'm bouncing on the yoga ball. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this baby is never going to come out. Um, I walked into the kitchen and I just like lost it. Mm. I was just sobbing like next to the trash can. And Tony comes in. He's like, babe, are you all right? And I was like, I don't want to have a November baby. <laughs> I want her to come out now. He's like, whenever she comes out is, is fine. I was like, I know, I know that in my logical human brain, yeah. but in my crazy pregnancy brain right now, like I want my baby out. Hey everyone, it's summertime and momming ain't always easy, especially when you're running on little sleep. But our friends at Reverie are dedicated to providing moms and pregnant women like you with top-notch sleep with their power bed. Now, Reverie sent us our very own power bed to try out, and this thing is awesome. You can go to our Facebook page and check out some of the videos of how we assembled it and just hanging out in it with baby Maya. I wish we had this thing sooner, like when I was pregnant, because it allows you to customize your sleep position for back support, swollen feet, and any other general discomfort. It's great in postpartum life, too, for healing and recovery, as well as nursing. Now, the Power Bed has won the Women's Choice Award for six years straight, and 98% of women who purchase would recommend it to a friend or family member. And it's way more affordable than you would think. So go to momsneedsleep.com home to learn more. Once again, that's momsneedsleep.com H-O-M-E to learn more. 
Yeah, that logical brain that was, gets shut off at ooh. times when it's it's yeah. <laughs> it it gets lost. You can't you can't hear it over those pregnancy hormones. Mm-hmm. They're just like you're going to be pregnant forever, and you're like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but what if you are? Like, no, no, we're fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he goes back into the living room and he turns on Hocus Pocus, a Halloween classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, come here, let's, let's like have some food and, you know, let's just relax. Let's watch this movie. Love this movie. Come on. And so we made some food, watched our movie, and then we went to bed. And I only slept for a couple of hours before I was having contractions. And I think I was definitely having contractions in my sleep because it was not very restful. And I remember waking up because I was I was trying not to roll around too much and wake him mm. and get him excited. And so I got out of bed, came out and sat on the yoga ball. And that was just immediately not okay. That was just not even comfortable, oh. not helpful anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'll try to go back to bed, get back in bed. I'm like rolling around. I guess I was making noise because he woke up and he's like, what, what are you doing? Are you okay? Are you all right? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm having contractions again. He's like, no, this is different though. You're making noise. I was like, oh, am I? Okay. Mm. I didn't notice. So that went on for maybe an hour. We were timing them. I was like, no, oh, they're like a minute. They're like a minute long, about five minutes apart maybe we should call the midwife. Yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, that's active. That's, you know, yeah, I would would want someone there at that point. (laughs) I was like, oh, this seems like hmm, maybe it's happening now. But it had been, it had been happening so often that I did have contractions that didn't really progress farther. Mm -hmm. I was very skeptical, even though I was like, I'm obviously feeling different. And just like everything felt real. Sure. I was still very like, mm, I don't know. Are you talking? Oh. Um, so he, he called them and the midwife on duty answered and told him to get me a snack, put me in a warm bath, see what happened, call back in an hour. He got me a snack. I got in the tub. And I didn't have a contraction for about eight minutes. Hmm. And I was like, okay, well, now they're going to stop again. Yeah, like, what's Just happening? Like yeah, I was like, what? What is going on? Hmm. And he's like, just just wait, just see. You don't know. Like, something's happening. Like, your body is definitely doing something right now. And I was like, well, it's not doing anything right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like getting like kind of like, yeah, well, nothing's going on. And then they picked up Mm. right where they left off. Um, They were about three minutes apart. And I was like, get me out of this bathtub and get the midwives here. Very clear orders. Got it. (laughs) It, Yeah. It hadn't, it hadn't been quite an hour. And he's like, well, maybe we should wait. I was like, it, how long has it been? 45 minutes? Okay. It's close enough. Call her and tell her what's happening. Mm-hmm. So he did. And she's like, okay, well, I mean, it, 
it sounds like something's happening. I mean, it's like kind of fast, right? And, you know, she's kind of like trying to gauge like what's going on mm-hmm. from like hearing me in the background, what he's telling her. She's like, okay, well, you know, I'll, I'll send, I'll send the next, um, the next midwife because I'm actually off duty now. And we're like, okay, whatever, just send someone, just anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't care who shows up at my door, just send someone. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the hell out of that bath, which felt awful. I've never wanted to get out of my tub quicker. Mm. And I got dried off and I, I just laid down on the bed again, which also felt terrible. I don't know how anyone can labor laying down. I was just not into that at all. Um, the midwife called back and told him that since she was a little bit farther away from us, she was about an hour away. She was going to send a couple of student midwives. And again, I was like, I don't care. Just anyone. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just everyone, anyone get here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had met with the one student midwife and we really liked her. So I was like, fine, that's, that's great. Send her. Um, so she showed up around, I think it was about 7am at that point. I think the sun was coming up. I don't know. I, I remember looking at him at one point being like, when did the sun come up? Oh, wow. And he's just like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've just been looking at you. I could like see light through the curtains and it's like, what, what day is it? I don't even know what's going on. So she showed up around seven and then another student midwife showed up a little bit after that. They checked me out. She's like, yeah, you're, you're almost five centimeters. So like, this is definitely happening. I was like, finally I have someone saying like to my face, yes, it's happening. Yeah. So I didn't really even believe it until then. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually believe that it was real that time, but it was obviously. Um, So then I kind of just labored like on the bed, just leaning over. Um, They were massaging my back, which was great. I had Tony either rubbing my back or holding my hands. If I didn't see him or one of the midwives, I was like, where's everyone I'm abandoned. Mm. Like I just needed to see someone as long as I could see someone. I was fine. Um, the other, the main midwife showed up probably an hour later. So probably eight o'clock. I don't know. I was not paying attention to time frames or anything. Um, and then at some point I was just leaning across the bed and I thought like, what am I doing? (laughs) What are we doing? this is crazy. I didn't ever feel like I can't do this. It was just like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And I could just feel it getting more and more intense. And I think I I told them like, I know, I know it's not time to push, but I feel like very soon it will be time to push. Um, So they checked me again and they were like, you're right. You're very close. Um, but not quite. Do you want to come into the bathroom? And if you sit like backwards facing the wall on the toilet, it's a good position to help the baby move down. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. I just can't like lean across this bed anymore. I'm going to freak out. So I moved into the bathroom and 
it felt like forever that I was sitting in the dark bathroom, mm. which it probably was maybe half an hour or 45 minutes. Again, don't know. Was right. not checking time frames. <laughs> I sat there. I basically sat there until I couldn't sit there anymore. And I, I just had like a revolving door of Tony would come in and, you know, rub my back until I told him, get away from me. Don't touch me. Um, midwives bringing me like cups of water, trying to keep me hydrated. And then at some point I, I like looked up and I looked for Tony and I was like, I can't sit here anymore. And he's like, okay, well let me tell them because midwives were kind of just out in the living room, like minding their own business, not being in the way, just letting me do my thing, Mm -hmm. which was great. That's exactly what I needed. Just leave me alone and let me deal with it. Um, and the whole time too, I was just kind of in my own head, like, I can do this. I know I can do this. It's not, it's not anything unbearable. It's not, it's not even really pain. It's just very intense. Right. And I just need to be in my own head and put all of my attention on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I told him I can't sit here anymore, I don't know if I had some extreme urgency in my voice, but he was like, okay, don't just don't move. Let me tell them. And I started to stand up. And I think when I stood up is when my water broke. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, <laughs> or I like made a noise. And the midwives were like, what, 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 what is it? And they all kind of appeared in the bathroom doorway. And I was like, um, I don't, something happened. I'm <laughs> not sure, but maybe, maybe you should check it out. And they're like, oh yeah, it looks like looks like your water broke so you know she's probably getting like really really low now so that worked it's like oh well peachy let's let's get a move on with this um and actually going back before I had gone into the bathroom to sit um when the the main midwife Diane had gotten there I heard her say, are we doing a birthing pool? She wasn't talking to me. She was talking to one of the student midwives. But I just yelled, I don't care. (laughs) And she's like, oh, you don't care? And I was like, I wanted to. I don't think we have time. I don't care. And she's like, well, if you don't care, we won't bother. And I was like, I don't care right now. Like, I had really wanted to. I'd wanted to try it. I heard that it was very relaxing and just amazing. Um, Tammy had told me that it's, it's so relaxing. It's so nice. Um, my friend had had her baby a um, couple of days, more than a couple of days, like a week prior. And she was like, yeah, the birthing pool is great. You should definitely do it. But at that point I was like, I do not have time to wait for you to set something up and fill it with water and then figure out how to hoist me into it. Right. So I was like, I don't care. So <laughs> we completely skipped that. And they're, I think they were kind of still looking at me like, you've got a while, you've got a while. But then when my water broke and they're like, oh, okay, this is, this is going pretty fast. I was like, something's going on. You need to check me out and see. So I was just standing in the middle of my not large bathroom, pretty tiny. 
and I think they checked me again and they're like, yeah, she's like right there. You can, you can like try some pushes if you want to. Do you want to go back to the bed? And my bathroom is literally three steps from my bedroom. Mm. And I was like, no, I will not make it. And they're like, but it's, it's right here. Come on. We'll, we'll help you. We'll hold you up. You, you know, it's right there if you want to get on your bed. And I was like, my bed is like three feet tall. And that felt like 30 feet tall. I was like, no, nope, not going. They're like, okay, um, do you want to stay right here? And I just grabbed onto Tony. I like put my arms on his shoulders and was like, I'm fine here. And they're like, okay, um, all right, let's uh, just let us do a couple things and put some stuff down on the floor and, and we're good. Um, I had the student midwife was behind me, poor thing. And Diane, the the other midwife kind of poked her head in and was like, Hey, do you, uh, do you have a change of clothes? And when she said that, I was like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, like, what what do you mean? What's going to happen to Caitlin's clothes? (laughs) And she's like, no, no, I'm I'm fine. I live very close. It's not a big deal. Just like, oh, my God. All right. And uh, they're like, all right, well, you know, next contraction, you can you can start pushing if you want to. And I was like, yes, very much so. Very, very want to. Wow. And uh, I just kind of held on to Tony's shoulders. I'm not really sure how I didn't like break his neck I think I bit him at one point ah! <laughs> hey I mean when you sign up to be a birth partner there's a lot of things that can happen <laughs> exactly I was like buddy uh <laughs> you're here and yep you are basically monkey bars I think I was hanging off of him at some point mm-hmm. I like lifted my feet off the ground and I was like okay well, let me not break his back I need him mm-hmm And he's holding me up and I was just like, baby is coming out now. Mm. It's happening. Don't even care where it is. Tiniest room in my house. Don't care. Everyone pile in. Yep. And uh, (laughs) the one thing I remember thinking when I was pushing was, when did he have time to drink coffee? He leaned in and, and he he was like kissing my forehead or something, saying something, being wonderful and supportive. Right. And I, I could smell coffee on him. And I was like, when did he have time to drink coffee? When did he leave me and have coffee? Like, you traitor. You had coffee without me. <laughs> we're, we're very big on our coffee. So I was like, oh, you, you suck. You had coffee without me. Not cool, man. But I got over that. Yeah obviously got over that very quickly because our child is coming out and uh, I only pushed for 30 minutes and then there she was. Mm. And what, what about there she was like, what happened as she, as she came out, how were you, how was Tony? Oh, I, I feel like, I feel like she, she kind of just like came out all at once. Mm. Um, there wasn't like a, a moment where it was like, oh, well, the head's out and now we're going to deliver the rest of the baby. 
it was like, okay, well, she's crowning here. You can reach down and feel. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. She has hair. Wow. That's a weird little squishy baby head. Mm -hmm. And then the next push, like, she just came out. And uh, thank goodness, Mm -hmm. Caitlin, the student midwife, was behind me to catch her. Right. (laughs) I just kind of stood there for a second, like, once she was out. And I, like, was, like, kind of looking at Tony, like, did that just happen? And they told me, like, here, turn around, sit down, we'll hand her to you. And so they handed her to me. And I was, like, stunned just looking at her, Mm. looking at her little wrinkly hands, looking at her face. And she proceeded to poop on me immediately. Oh. Hi, Mom. So (laughs) Thanks. Hi. Hi, Mom. Here I am. Right. I'm going to poop on you. So that was was nice. Nice little... uh, starter to our relationship uh, I didn't even notice yeah um, I was so busy looking at her and then Caitlin says oh she pooped on you and I just looked over and all this black tarry baby poop and was like oh all right well that's wonderful <laughs> wow and, so you uh, were standing like holding on to Tony and then Caitlin the midwife um student was behind you so that was kind of the setup Yes. Wow. Uh, we actually, we had two, two Caitlin's, two student midwives. They were both named Caitlin. So oh, okay. That was kind of confusing. I had Caitlin behind me, Caitlin on the floor in front of me. Um, and she had like a Doppler to mm. monitor the baby's heartbeat and everything right. like in between contractions. There's a hilarious photo of me that I didn't even know Diane was taking pictures, but I'm really glad that she did now. At first, I was like, you were taking pictures of that? That's crazy. But now I love having them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's one where she was taking the the heartbeat, and I just look wrecked. I look so annoyed. Like, why are you taking a reading of the heartbeat? Like, let me just push this baby out. Mm-hmm. Like, my face is just so hilarious. But, yeah, that was that was great. Just everyone crammed into the bathroom. Not exactly mm-hmm. what I planned, but... It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're just, we're sitting there just looking at her and we hadn't told anyone what her name was. Um, not even my mom or Tammy or anyone. And Diane says, so what's her name? And Tony just kind of looks at me like with shocked eyes, like, I don't know, am I allowed to say it? And oh. I was like, she's here. You can say it. And he's like, her name is Sloan. So that was, that was pretty cute. He's oh, just like, I don't know, am I allowed? Yeah, yeah. Is, is, do we green light? Yes. <laughs> is it it's safe now? We can we can say her name. Well, and I'm so dying to cute. know were Caitlin's clothes okay? Did she did she need a change of clothes? <laughs> she did not need a change of clothes. Uh, there was a little bit of blood on the wall, uh, mm. and to this day, there is blood on our shower curtain. <laughs> All right. A memento from Sloane's birth. Absolutely keepsake you don't get those from the hospital exactly (laughs) wow that's and then how were the next few hours so wait just so that we're clear how you said it was very quick from when things started moving into active labor you know when you got in the tub and you called your midwives to when she was born about how long was that I woke up at 2 36 a.m with the very active contractions. Right. Um, everyone 
started arriving at 7 a.m. and she was born at 9.56 a.m. Dang, there you go. So, yeah, very, very quick, which um, I actually found out with the contractions that I was having, it's called prodromal labor. Mm. It can make actual active labor a lot shorter. So even though I was miserable and hated it and was just like, this is so stupid. Why am I having contractions and no baby? Mm. (laughs) Just getting like very annoyed. Um, I was actually really thankful that it kind of happened that way because then my labor was very quick. Right. Um, So, you know, if there's a next time, hey, bring it on. I'll have contractions for days in a very short labor. Yeah, that sounds like a fair trade-off I mean if you can just deal with being you know mildly maybe even a little bit more than mildly uncomfortable for a few more days because what that's a lot of pregnancy isn't always the most comfortable situation ever Um, right yeah then you get a a quick labor and then if you do have another I would imagine you know number two I hear is even quicker already just because you know the the path has been charted (laughs) by exactly Sloan so you know who knows (laughs) Wow. And so the next few hours as a as a family of three, what was that like, you know, being at home and just getting to hang out in your space and in your little bubble? It was great. Um, Right after she was born, I was I no longer felt like there was, you know, mile long trek to the bed. Mm -hmm. They were like, do you want to move to the bed now and we can deliver the placenta and, you know, check her over, get you guys snuggled up. And we're like, yeah, okay. I was like, yeah, fine. Let's let's go for a walk. I can do anything now. Like I just had a baby in the bathroom standing up. I'm, I'm totally like, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. The rest (laughs) of the day is, is cake. (laughs) Exactly. So they, they got us in the bed and, um, Tony went to make breakfast, which was awesome. And, uh, I had a little bit of tearing, Mm -hmm. nothing really major, but I needed, I needed like a stitch or two. They actually asked me, they were like, do you, do you want to be stitched? Like it's, it it could use it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. And being shot with a lidocaine on the bed was probably worse than actually giving birth. I agree with you. Just because, because like I the same thing. I totally ugh. agree. <laughs> just like that gross needle feeling in the most sensitive area ever. Yep. Yeah, I could have done without that. Mm-hmm. Um, would definitely rather have a baby than have a needle in my vagina. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't blah. think anyone faults you for um, preferring <laughs> that. Nope. Wow. And that was fun. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and Sloane is super cute. Not that, I mean... I, I'm sure you know this, but she's just, she's beautiful. She's really stunning. She has this um, kind of maturity to her. I don't know, like she knows a lot. Like when when you look at her, she she knows some things. She's seen some things. She has the judgiest eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) She was born with full eyebrows, which is hilarious because Tammy's baby Presley was born without eyebrows. Mm. So we were kind of like, when is he going to get them? Do we have to draw them in? Can't tell what he's thinking. <laughs> there is no mistake about what Sloan is thinking. Uh, yeah, she was just born with this face like, what is going on? 
where am I? Who are you? That is that is so great. And if you're cool, I'd like to include links um, in the show notes to your Instagram and to your your comic um, Instagram, Crooked, Crooked Fork Comic. Um, you're very talented. I mean, you and, and your husband, Tony, you're both kind of creatives, right? He's a photographer and um, yeah. you are with this this gift of drawing. And this Instagram account, you guys, has the the funniest and most real and at the same time like sweet um, depictions of just parts of your life from, you know, planning for Sloan's birth to Sloan now that she's here. And there's even a really cool one that you've tagged doing it at home in where you're bouncing on the yoga ball, as you described, that you did for a number of days. And um, (laughs) it's just hysterical. It totally wins my heart because it just depicts some of like very real things in, in your style. So you definitely need to check both those accounts out on, on Instagram. Um, yeah. Where did, when did you start doing that or where did the inspiration come from? Um, I've, well, I've been drawing my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was probably in high school when I started doing comics. Um, and then a couple months after Sloan was born, I just decided like I need to start drawing again. I didn't really do a whole lot of art of any kind during my pregnancy. I was just kind of like full throttle mama zone. Like Mm -hmm. let's get ready for the baby, get the house ready, get everything, like everything that I could consume that had to do with pregnancy and home birth. Um, Obviously this podcast Mm -hmm. was a big one. Um, So I was kind of just, fully into that. And then once she came, I was like, okay, well I can relax a little on that and get back to drawing and art. Um, so then I, I created Crooked Fork comic and, uh, yeah, I post on there. I try to post on there maybe like once or twice a week, um, as Sloan allows me. Right. (laughs) I do those kind of after she's asleep or when she's napping well, it's great, and I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and I think listeners will get a huge kick out of it as well and be able to relate. So um, thanks for, for doing that, for providing, you know, like a bright spot in people's day to be like, hmm, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, Sarah, it's been so awesome talking with you. I, I really appreciate you and your your story and your family and now, you know, bringing the, the sisterhood connection and bringing that full circle is really cool with you and Tammy. Um, I'm just curious if there's anything you'd like to leave listeners with as far as a big takeaway from your, your pregnancy and home birth experience or some advice for moms and families planning their own, just, just anything to kind of sprinkle some fairy dust of wisdom um well actually like right after Sloan was born and we were moving into the bedroom I remember Tony saying oh my gosh that was awesome and I thought it was really cute but at the same time like I had just birthed a human so I was I was like was it was it awesome like I don't know what happened and I just remember thinking, like, I don't, I don't know if that was awesome. Mm. I, I kind of didn't realize, like, what I had just done yeah. until, mm. like, a couple of hours or even days afterward. 
And then I was like, yes, that was awesome. Mm. And like, I can't believe more people don't want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm, I'm just kind of like, I, I want to wear a button out in public that says like, ask me about my home birth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We should make those. I'm making a note right now. Like, I, I did it at home. Ask me how. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Maybe I can get you to create the graphic. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, it is it is awesome. And it's it's crazy when you experience it, like, how much you're just, like, on this high. Like, mm. I just had a baby in my house. Like, <sighs> wow, like, I'm, I'm so cool. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, you're cool. <laughs> That's great. Um, Sarah, awesome. You have, you have an awesome name. You have an awesome family, birth story. I love it. I love it all. Um, please give Sloan kisses for us. She's, like I said, ridiculously adorable. And also go to Sarah's Instagram to see these famous eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so thanks again love to you and your family and um, enjoy (laughs) thank you for having me does your father know you're listening to this podcast well when you're done why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved dadages hi there I'm Chad Higgins If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.